More memories are made when you're there for live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best views of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com NFL. Hello and welcome to Move the Line, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. This is the Prop Drop Show. I'm Ryan Noonan, back to talk about the best way and the most profitable way to bet on NFL football, and that is through player props. Live here at 2 p.m. Eastern every Friday here on our 4 for 4 Bets YouTube channel, giving out our favorite player props and taking your questions. So if you're hanging out with us now on YouTube, we appreciate it. Jump in the chat. Let us know what your favorite prop is for week three. If you want our thoughts on the play, feel free to ask. We'll get to as many as possible here at the end of the show. Um, joining us live on YouTube is really the best way to ensure that you can get the same number and price on these props. They move fast. We want to make sure we can get as many people down as possible. So hang out with us on YouTube. If you prefer the podcast version, you should be able to find that in your feed on Friday evenings. Subscribe to both. Uh, that way you do not miss a show. Joining me here, as always, Connor Allen. What's going on, buddy? Not too much, you know, another, another good week to get rich. You know, it's, it's a, you got a, the mentality there, you know, two and O after Thursday, won both of them on the hook after multiple bad beats the week before. So I feel like things are looking up right now. A gentleman tried to make us rich last weekend and is going to probably do it again here this week. We got a absolute banger on, uh, on cook at nine to one to go over hundred yards. He hadn't done it before slop, but that didn't mean he wasn't going to do it last week from odds jam. You can find him on Twitter at Slop Rules. John Hi Slop, how are we doing today? Uh, it's living the dream, guys. Yeah, that was just a matter of time for that kid. Like, he was ready. You could tell. You could just tell by looking at him. This guy's going 100 plus. That was all time fun, too. Do you see the way it hit where they, they had to come back out for, you know, to run out the clock? So if the Raiders didn't fumble, they probably don't have to run plays when they get the ball back. So it was just perfect. Everything about it. I had a great time watching it. Yeah, nice. Nice big splash run at the end, too. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was uh, absolutely love to see that one. So hopefully we can get some more in uh, in people's pockets here this week. Uh, reminder, two episodes of Move the Line each week. This is Prop Drop. Game previews, Connor, myself, Sharp Clark, is Wednesdays, 3 p.m. Eastern. Again, same podcast feed, same YouTube channel, 4 for 4 bets. You can find out if you want to get more into game breakdowns, sides, totals, all of those things. If you want the official place, the things that Connor and I push out exclusively – uh, to our subscribers, you need a betting subscription to 444. Gets you access to everything we do over there. So anything that you're doing in terms of football speculation, betting sub at 444 is what you need. Uh, DFS, rankings, projections, uh, articles, tools, everything that we do. Subscriber Discord is where you want to be for the picks, though. That is, uh, I think, really the crown jewel of the sub. Great like-minded community. I love our Discord. I have them completely defensive-pilled. Um, like I had not – I didn't know that that was my dream. But, man, like Sundays we are just sweating tackles all day long. It is a great place to be. Um, we do kind of acknowledge some of Connor's basic bitch props as well. So if, you, you know, you get into some of the more basic stuff, we can appease your needs there as well. But, uh, again, if you play in any of the pickup sites, Price Picks, Underdog, Vivid, we have channels in specific plays there as well. Obviously, Daigle, TJ Hernandez providing lots of great DFS content. We're available. Tag us in Discord. And I mean, Connor and I are in there all the time. I know our wives probably hate uh, football season more than anything because we are constantly uh, married to the Discord. A promo code week two will get you 25% off of the sub. Go to 444.com slash plans. More details here in the show notes. If you have questions, you can hit us up there as well. Again, no stale bread. Live lines that you can bet on right now. Our goal, again, is to make sure that you can get in with us here while we do this. Um, not super fun to have us come on here and talk about a bet that uh, you can't get because we bet two days ago, two hours ago, 20 minutes ago. So we're giving you out fresh stuff right now. Connor, floor is yours. Week three, first play. 
Yeah, let's get us going here with something hot. You know, another over. Uh, Nick Westbrook, Akine, over 24 and a half receiving yards. Holy this crap, is, this seems really random, right? You think you're looking at it, you're like, why are we betting on the third receiver over again in a tough matchup here? But here's the key. DeAndre Hopkins practiced in full on Wednesday, was downgraded to limited on Thursday, was not seen on practice today on Friday. The recent report that we just got a notification from Fantasy Life app, shout out to Fantasy Life app, said that he has, quote, a chance to play. He's traveling with the team and has a chance to play. In my mind, that means there's, one, he's for sure not 100% healthy like he was in last week. And it's probably actually worse. And, two, he might not play. And on top of that, you have Traylon Burks, who had KT tape, which is like black tape basically help, helping to help your muscles on the back of his leg uh, for multiple days during practice and only played 60% of the snaps last week as well. Nick Westbrook Akine actually played the most snaps last week and ran more routes than Traylon Burks. Uh, so in this spot here, potentially without DeAndre Hopkins, or if he does play, he's probably going to be limited. And then you have him playing more than Traylon Burks in a spot where Traylon Burks actually really struggled against press man coverage. Jim Swartz runs like the most press man coverage in the league right now with the Cleveland Browns. So I think that I understand that the matchup is tough from like a holistic standpoint. Cleveland's D gets a ton of pressure. They're, they've played pretty well, but they still allowed Kenny Pickett to throw for 220 passing yards. They still allowed yards to happen. It's just that they cause turnovers. They cause havoc. And I think that like those types of things are skewing some of the perception around like, okay, well, Nick Westbrook Akine is going to get like five, six targets. He's probably going to get 25, 30 yards at least. Alt over too, 40 receiving yards is like plus plus 210. I mean, that's like 40 receiving yards is nothing. I mean, like if he's playing more Hopkins doesn't play, I mean, this is a, a, a great look. Holy crap. Is this off brand for you? Like this is a guy you would be banging an under on for sure. Uh, but I, I feel like slop is like starting to seep into I, your mind here over. I save the fun ones for the show. You know, I like it. I, I love like it. it. I love it. I think he's doing, he's doing great work. Connor is. <laughs> no one's doubting that. I, I like it. I just, you know, Connor is a, uh, you know, always drives me nuts. He'll bang these like really bad players for like under on, you know, 20 yards. He's really a little threshold for these guys to get over. Yeah. But I like what you laid out here. There's some, there's some outs here in terms of just, you know, uh, whether it's limited Hopkins or some of the things that you laid out. So yeah, good stuff. Just throws me off guard. I'm not, I'm not used to. I'm I caught you teams. off brand with the Gabe Davis over last week and he absolutely crushed. So, you know, maybe I'm shifting my brand a little bit. It's like I bang the unders in the discord. Everyone gets on it and I come on the show with slop and just fire these like hot overs, you know, chameleon. I love that. Someone's got to go under. Someone has to go over, you know, just got to pick the right ones. <laughs> just math. It's math. Slop. Floor is yours, buddy. Uh, first play for week three. All right. So since Connor went with like a super base, well, I'm going to go with a super base one for the first one. How about Elijah Moore? Same game though, Connor. Elijah Moore. Over three and a half receptions. You can get that at Caesars right now. It's plus 118. That feels like Caesar got together with God and was like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, here's some money. Because, like, that's that's a ridiculously low line. Like, I can see if they were doing three and a half, like, minus 130, minus 140. But, like, he's been targeted 16 times this season. He's only caught, like, six of them. You know, so I don't think it's totally his fault, too. I mean, it's Deshaun Watson's not throwing catchable balls. But whatever. Without Chubb, I bet you they put him back in the backfield a few times. Just one of those weird things where they, you know, run him out of the backfield, throw him a ball, he loses five yards. Guess what, though? That's a reception. So, at some point, he's going to get four. I mean, he's only had three in the first two games, each of the first two games. At some point, he's getting four. I think it's against Tennessee because they're not running on them. Like, they had the first two weeks. It was fine with um, I get Cincinnati. They played first, and Chubb went for 100. Last week, they had the Steelers, who they're not stopping the run either. And the Ford kid went for over 100. That ain't happening this week. So they're going to have to find a creative way to move the ball. And Elijah Moore, I mean, four times. Like, come on, guys. I, I thought it was a first half line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are unintentionally building you. Because, again, like, yeah, we you know we have a show sheet. Right, Connor? We still do a show sheet? Is there a show sheet? Yeah, do we have a show sheet? We, we do have a we... show sheet, but I did not okay. update it for this week. So I just wanted okay. to – Lay out a couple of things we were doing, and, you know, uh, I guess we're just rolling in hot. You know, I love it. Well, what we're doing here is we're unintentionally building people a same-game parlay. We got two legs. I got a third for you. It's a little bit of overlap here, but I'm staying in the same team. Amari Cooper, over four and a half receptions, plus 105. This is on DraftKings, plus money. Our friends here at FanDuel have minus 102. It's basically right around one flat no matter where you go. 
Um, again, same premise. Uh, I don't mind the 57 and a half receiving yards. This is in line with Connor. I know Connor took a play earlier on like pro Watson receiving yards that he pushed out yesterday. Questionable heading into Monday night. Looks really good, which cools a little bit of my concerns here. He caught seven to 10 targets last week for 90 yards. Titans, we talked about the massive pass funnel here. Um, they've allowed at least eight catches and 111 yards to opposing wide receivers through the first two weeks. Chris Olave, Keenan Allen, almost identical outputs. And yeah, I like the Elijah Moore play. Amari's still clearly the number one here. Um, if you look at like first read, uh, Watson, top 10 in first read rate through the first two weeks, 71% of his attempts uh, go to his first read. And Amari Cooper has been that like 31% of the time. It's like 15th in the league. So he has 15 first read targets. So uh, he's getting it done there. Again, soft landing spot, no Nick Chubb. All the reasons that these guys have laid out, getting plus money on Amari Cooper uh, at 105 for four and a half receptions. Absolute banger here. Three pieces for same game parlay. Just for tuning into the show, we're 10 minutes in and we're just giving you absolute bangers. If we price that out, we should price that out for people. You guys want to know something crazy that, so normally for those of you new to the show, we we do like a hot take segment, you know, like after this, you know, where we give it our hot takes. I mean, my hot take was Watson 300 plus passing yards. And we've now just hit all the receivers and Watson 300 <laughs> plus passing yards. It's plus 575, plus 580 on DK. I mean, we just saw Derek Carr throw for 305 against a fully healthy Titan secondary. And then they were banged up. Herbert came in, threw for 305, even though they decided to run the ball still a decent amount. Now we have the Browns where after Nick Chubb left, I went back and counted the entire game log because I don't know, some of our tools are broken. I was, you know, game, game log clicking. Gonna be fixed soon. Gonna yeah. be fixed soon. Better be fixed soon. Um, and so they had 41 dropbacks and just 16 runs after Nick Chubb left. We're talking about the second quarter on. So like very clearly they went out and they're like, all right, well, we ain't running anymore. Like, yeah, we'll give it to Jerome Ford to keep the defense honest. But like, Nick Chubb is it. Nick Chubb is him. And if we don't have him, then we're just going to pass the ball. So I think we're going to see a bunch of empty. We're going to see Jerome Ford split out. We're going to see Elijah Moore doing some crazy stuff. Amari Cooper, everything. So like I I played, like, as you mentioned, over 222 and a half passing yards. Just naturally, they're going to have to get there. They're going to have to pass and they're going to have success. So yeah, I think if you guys want to build out a same game parlay, um, honestly, you can take the overs for all of them. Brian Twinning mentioned in the, the chat here, Ford over receptions. Two and a half. I took a look at that. Honestly, I would consider it as well because um, that's too low. But Kareem Hunt, I think, I don't know how much he plays. I think that, that was my concern is like he could just like come in and play a decent amount because he actually knows the offense. Yeah. Yeah, that would only hard to hijack your play there, by the way. But I just had to wrap it all into one big I mean, yeah. Browns passing bundle, you know? Yeah. I like it. No, I, I, I do too. I mean, I think it makes a ton of sense. I don't know what the numbers are this year, and it's a two-game sample. But I remember as of uh, for last year, and it's really the same. There's still a – pass funnel in terms of what teams do against them teams threw like 68% clip against the Titans last year. It's the highest rate in the league, twofold, bad secondary injuries, Christian Fulton's out and also a really stout run defense. So we've kind of seen that play out early. We kind of referenced in terms of what we've seen with, you know, Olave and Keenan Allen early with, you know, big dogs eating there. So, yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of weather here this weekend too. Uh, in a lot of places, it doesn't look as bad in Cleveland as it does up and down the East coast. You know, again, nothing looks like it's substantial from a win standpoint. So I get why people might be reluctant to fire on some like overs this week because it looks like there's going to be a lot of rain up and down the East Coast. But again, we just have enough data, pretty large sample size that's shown that rain alone isn't a massive factor in terms of totals. And, you know, totals are going to correlate well with uh, production and, and things like that. So I wouldn't overrate it yet. I understand why people would be gun shy. Maybe want to wait until we get closer to kick on Sunday to fire on some of this stuff. But Cleveland. Has bad weather all the time. They're obviously not on the East Coast, um, so they shouldn't have quite the weather that everyone else is going to have. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm i pro some of these uh, these takes here so far. Yeah, so that's a great – that's a four-legger. We built same-day parlays. Uh, we should probably price that out for people. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, a pretty good start. So we rolled into your, your kind of hot take there too, kind of your spicy one. Uh, this is where we cashed last week's slot. This is where we got James Cook, 9-1, 100-plus yards. Hadn't been done before. And meant he owed us in a way. Uh, what are we doing this week, buddy? All right. So I like CJ Stroud's alternate passing yards at DK. Okay. It just went down to 450, but now it just went back up to plus 500. Or we could do CJ Stroud 325 plus at plus 850 at uh, FanDuel. I look, 
the Texans they can't run the ball, right? And that that's a that's a problem. Like they can they will not be able to run. I don't I don't think so. And then on the flip side, I don't think they're stopping the Jacksonville offense. I mean, they laid an egg last week, definitely. But I mean, I bet you Jacksonville has no problem scoring on them. Here's the thing, though. I don't think Jacksonville's defense is all that good stopping the pass. I mean, you can throw the ball on them. Uh, Connor almost had to wear a clown suit because of them after week one. Remember <laughs> Anthony Richardson? Which, I mean, he looked like a veteran NFL quarterback. So, I mean, and, and if you say that Mahomes only got 305 on him last week, well, they played from ahead. So it was a totally different game script. So that doesn't even count. I think if Houston trails in this game, like I think they will, I think Stroud can throw the ball. He went for 384 last week. So it's not like he can't sling it and i mean he sells out and throws it to collins nico collins pretty much all the time which i like that like he has like a, a guy but uh at plus what did i say it was like plus 850 for 325 i, I don't that's not that crazy because 325 is not that crazy especially for a guy that's in like i said a trailing game script and a defense that you know they're not the best at stopping the pass and and we could get some luck early on and get them going early just because they, they might not be able to run the ball. So that's firmly in play, in my opinion. Yeah, I think – I don't have it up. I, I think Houston's like fifth in pass rate over expectation. So in like neutral situations, they're, they're throwing the football. The offensive line issues are a problem, but like that's they're trusting C.J. Stroud to go out there and sling it. So, yeah, Connor, I like that. 850, that's a, that's a nice number. Yeah, no, that's not bad. If, if we get like a, a little mini divisional shootout here, uh, things could get hot because I was thinking looking at some Calvin Ridley alt overs. I don't know if I love like his, you know, 70 yard over under, but I think that if this game pops like 100 receiving yards, 125 receiving yards, very much in play, um, you know, for a guy like Ridley. So yeah, I think you can play both sides. Another nice little same game parlay opportunity because it could be a ton of passing, not very much defense. The only thing I wouldn't take overs on would be, like you mentioned, Damian Pierce rushing overs. Their offensive line has been a disaster. I mean, they're starting all second stringers. Like, what are you going to do about it, right? It's, it's not necessarily their fault. Just just kind of is what it is. So, yeah, I like a lot of the alt overs in this one. Tank Dell, you know, if you really want to get there, I think it's not a bad look either. It probably correlates a little bit too, as you know, I talked about in the chat earlier. Like Travis Etienne stuff looks interesting. Travis Etienne, like longest rush, um, if you're not necessarily bullish on it. Denzel Perryman out for the Texans. Perryman had my highest uh, tackle projection of the week. Um, he's out. They are going to start uh, Henry Tutu, the, the rookie from Alabama here. This is a pretty uh, – and uh, Jalen Petrie out again. So, like, up the middle, Texans are a little depleted. So, you could see some uh, some pretty nice stuff here on the ground, I think, from, uh, from Etienne, who showed some upside in terms of, like, longest rush stuff, some splash plays. So, yeah, that's uh, – that's interesting. I got a couple pieces, and I these are uncorrelated, um, but that's this part of the show. So who cares? I'm gonna throw them both out there, and then give you you know parlay them together at the end. Um, Connor and I already played a absolute banger on Tyree Kill. We bet Tyree Kill over six and a half receptions plus money, which I, I don't understand. I feel like Tyreek is always seven and a half. Um, the fact that we got him in a game where Jalen Waddle, I don't know if we haven't got Jalen Waddle news as of yet, doesn't look good. He's behind schedule in terms of concussion protocol. I really don't care if Jalen Waddle plays. I like the Tyreek stuff just as much. Um, I feel like we already won that bet. So I feel like I have more money to spend on Tyreek Hill bets. Does that make sense? So let's go back. I mean, so this is Rich Rebar noted in his, uh, his work over at Sharp Football. Um, with Waddle off the field since last season, Hill has run 95 routes. On those routes, Tyreek has been targeted 43.2% of the time. That is insane. Uh, he is, it's not actually even that far off of what his normal routes uh, in, in like target percentages. He's just a target hog. Um, Patrick Sertain is one of the best corners in the league. No one's disputing that. He's not a pure shadow corner. He did not shadow Devontae Adams in week one, did not do anything with Terry McLaurin last week. Um, they move him around so much and do such a good job at scheming Tyreek open that I, I'm just not really concerned about that. So I'm going to skip the flat yardage prop, 87, 88 yards. On DraftKings, Tyreek to get 125 is plus 320. On FanDuel, you can get him to go over 150 at plus 580. I mean, he's already done this this year. He does this a ton. This is Tyreek Hill. Plus 580 to get over 150. He went for like 215 in week one. Uh, I absolutely love him here. Denver's playing up in pace, which I think, you know, some sm smart people are on the over in that game. So, um, and I, I think there's 
that's just going to maybe lead to more snaps in the game overall. That helps here quite a bit. I also want to do the same thing with Justin Jefferson. His receiving props basically 100 across the board. He has 150 in each of the two games to start the season. Now he gets the Chargers. They've been torched in the first two games. They've allowed the highest rate of explosive plays, highest rate of explosive pass plays. Again, let's ignore the 100. DK, for 25 more yards, takes you to plus 195. I mean, that's a huge price jump for 25 yards. We're basically the Chargers can't stop, or I'm sorry, the, the Vikings can't run. My bad. So it's like they're throwing like 80% clip. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they know, you know, it's like, oh, this is not going to work. So you're already, you're getting started early with that game. You don't have to wait <laughs> for anything to happen. FanDuel is saying, hey, look, he's going to do what he's done the first two games. We're going to give you plus 360 on that for 150. So I like both of those. If you want to just kind of tone it down, Maybe parlay the two alphas this week to go for a buck twenty-five. You know, uncorrelated, not the same game. Kind of a fishy, you know. But that's what this segment's about, right? Connors is on the show sheet. Gotta get I think yeah, it did make the show, the show sheet. sheet. <laughs> well, that's plus, what it would say on the show sheet. Plus nine seventy-one for these two guys to both get a buck and a quarter this week. So we're not even te- we're not even parlaying the one fifty piece. We're parlaying the one twenty-five piece for these two guys to get it done. Um, I just I love these prices independently. Uh, you know, so a little sprinkle on that for these guys both to get off, I think is uh, is very interesting. Again, why why would they not be a focal point of their offense? So absolutely love that. Again, uh, just, you know, betting on alphas to be alphas, Connor. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just the name of the game, right? You got to bet on the, the best players to be good. Um, I think that that would be a lot of fun. I like that combo there. And I, I mean, the matchup's great. Like I, you know, I don't think there's anything reasonable that can dispute that other than the number is already outrageously high for Justin Correct. Jefferson. That's but, okay. but like, but like you said, take the alt over instead, like the difference of yep. 25 yards, I think is, is marginal at best, you know, uh, especially when you're considering you get plus 200 instead of even money. Yeah. That, well, it's wild to me that that's the, the jump that we have on the, on the JJ line, especially like he's done it both the first two games. I know that's not, predictive uh that's a descriptive of what's happened but again he's he's such a focal point of that offense offensive line injuries again Garrett Bradbury probably not playing they're still going to struggle to run the, the football they're going to throw the ball a ton so yeah yeah like him in the young and fearless 22 said FanDuel won't let me put a penny on that combo LMAO <laughs> well it turns out FanDuel is not young and fearless like you brother so you're gonna have to figure out another place to get that, that down on but probably DraftKings will let you or some some other site uh slop we're old and fearless buddy What's up? We're old and fearless. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very old and very fearless. You, you know what? Hey, but before we move on, though, you know what? Just to prove how fearless we are, you know, we could do too. It's Damn. just throw Nico Collins in there. A hundred plus <laughs> is plus five hundred. Honestly, he's getting that. Like, if you've been watching their game, like he's he's not a joke. Like he's a he's a decent receiver, and CJ Stroud just locks in. To him like it's almost it's like a teddy bear you know what i mean like he just he looks for him the second like actually he doesn't even look for him he knows where he's at he's already looking but uh 20 targets in the first two weeks again if you think they're going to get their asses kicked or at least play from a trailing you know or from behind then you're going to see some throws and if he got 10 targets i mean 100 yards that's that's not a lot so plus 500 does not feel like the number for him and just like you said if you want to just throw in 25 more yards why not because he had a buck 46 last week but uh that's plus 880 nico collins 125 receiving yards is plus 880 at Fanduel right now i mean this is the thing connor has been on for a while especially when you're going to like these top guys right because the, the line is so high already right like you know to get to 90 yards as a median outcome that's that's a really high threshold and we know that these guys can do it they're the best in the game but at that point, like lean into a little bit of plus money for them to just kind of, you know, get another. Like, we're talking about 25 yards for Justin Jefferson to get. We're getting almost two to one odds versus laying 115 juice. It just makes all the sense in the world to go ahead and do this, especially when we're kind of going this high to begin with. So, and I know some people just out the gate are like, hey, I'm not going into that market. I don't want to take big number overs. And I get it. I get it for sure. That's what the segment is. Connor put it on the show sheet. So we have to do this. Exactly. <laughs> but, this I just think like this is the way to do it. So uh, you know, Connor has led me to water over years with this you know vantage point with the alpha overs. And I think taking the plus money is the way to go. So these I are also running wanna... backs. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's rushing yards we're doing. It's, it's receiving yards. You know, like one of those can turn into a, a giant gain. You know, so if anyone can get 125 on one catch, it's Tyree Kill. Yeah, it would be Tyree Kill. He can get 250. <laughs> I've seen him do it. 
just takes one. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are killing me. I absolutely love it. The, uh, I also want to add in too, that I can't release obviously these in our discord, but just like one of the strategies that I use even on Thursday is that like, be ready for injury news and you can take advantage of that massively in the old market. So this is probably a good way to get your account, you know, limited, but I'm limited everywhere already. So like, I kind of just put in whatever I can like Kittle alternates and Debo Samuel alternates. As soon as Ayuk went out, it was like Kittle was plus 380 to have 75 plus receiving yards yesterday and plus like 120 to have 50 receiving yards. And I mean, he got there late in the game, but like the match was good. We know his splits with Ayuk are, are really good. So like being able to hit those, but not only take advantage of like the injury news, but like taking, like getting rewarded even more if you're right, which is, I think is pretty important there. So I thought it was a solid hit. And again, I can't release those because they last like a minute and a half, but uh, you know, just something to take advantage of for our subs and for the listeners here. Yeah, we do have like an extra NFL plays channel, uh, channel where we'll push out some of that stuff that we can't make official because it's not really fair for us to get graded on something that people can't get down on. Uh, we really, it's kind of a slimy game that we're in a little bit. We try to not do that. Uh, we really want to make sure that we're up and up and make sure that, um, you know, if it, other people can't get down, we don't get to count on his wins and losses. So um, a lot of you are hanging out with us. We can cash though, right? Oh, no, we can't. The money still spends. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the money's yeah, still yeah. green. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's a different conversation. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Just the wins and loss ledger slop. We yeah. want to make sure we're on the up and up. Yep. Uh, a lot Not of you hanging out with us. <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> Subscribe. Uh, if you haven't already, likes on the video, all those things. We appreciate it a ton. And then jump in the chat again. We'll have some time here at the end of the show because we're flying by. We accidentally put together the same game parlay and we just kind of went one by one by one. So we'll have some time. Let us know what you like for week three. We'll get to as many as we can here at the uh, the tail end of the show. So, More memories are made when you're there for live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best views of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash NFL. Back to the, uh, to the normals, I would say. Um, Connor, what's your, uh, your next normal play for week three? Yeah, much more on-brand play for me. I'm going to go with Miles Sanders under 80 and a half rushing and receiving yards combo. He's seen a ton of work. I get it. but I And I don't necessarily expect that to change here, but he needs to be reasonably efficient with it in a tough spot against Seattle, who's actually been really good at defending running backs this year so far. So we're looking at Seattle just 0.37 yards before contact. They're fourth in DVOA at defending running backs in the passing game as well, allowing just 2.7 yards per carry so far. And a seven, they have a 77 percent success rate at stopping running backs uh on the season so i think we're looking at 80 and a half rushing receiving yards just being like way way too high i mean the only guy who's really had success with them out of the backfield so far this season would be jameer gibbs and jameer gibbs is like a significantly better pass catcher than a guy like miles sanders who's averaging i think it's 2.7 yards per target 4.3 yards per catch so far as a season like he's not a very good pass catcher he can catch the ball but that's not a thing there and i also think that there's a legitimate outcome here where the Panthers pass a little bit more because they have Andy Dalton under center and not Bryce Young. They didn't want to feed Bryce Young to the Wolves, even though he ended up getting swallowed anyways by, you know, him. Uh, but now at this point, Andy Dalton, I think that they're going to probably try and pass a little bit more. So in this spot here against like a little bit of a weaker Seattle secondary and a, and a front that's played really well so far to start the season, I think the Miles Sanders going under his uh, his total here is a pretty good look. Yeah, I like it. This is definitely feels more uh, like a Connor right. Allen play for sure. Slop yeah. any uh, Miles Sanders takes? You know what's um, no, he said under. I just immediately stopped listening. <laughs> I'm good. I had to pour a big bucket of cold water right on slop. You know, just like get that, <laughs> get the unders going right back to it. I was like, I, just, I can't, I can't free myself to do. It. I'd rather lose. I'd rather lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of those bets that you know you, you're winning until you're not. So that's the uh, yeah. That's the I, interesting. I that's, what the, that's what the under guys will tell you. Unders, and I, I did like it, like a little bit. Like just the, the sweat factor of them. They they do get very fun. It's just I, I think Connor's a psychopath for going like on the low <laughs> numbers, you know what I mean? Under because it's like it wow, man, like you're really like skirting the edge right there, which is awesome. But again, you start watching, you start to realize, like, oh shit, this guy like just breaks a tackle. Like I lost. It's like, man, Connor lives on the edge. 
one of my fringe plays yesterday was Paris Campbell, 28 and a half yards in the under. He had like six catches and he only got 24, 24 yards. I didn't end up playing it officially, but I was like, God, this has been the worst sweat ever. But like the, the best under sweats, like Zach Wilson under sweats are awesome. I mean, like just watching him just like turn into a cupcake all game is like, honestly, highlight moments for me. Like I just, it just makes it so great. But I mean, the, the 70 yard house call from Gary Wilson was, uh, made things a little bit sweaty last week, but you know, in the future, I would actually recommend that. Yeah. I can't stomach the bad quarterback under 170 passing yard <laughs> stuff. Like it's, I get it. I get their bad quarterbacks, but man, like there's, yeah, it's just, uh, I've seen lots of those cash and I've seen lots of those, uh, end poorly very late in the fourth quarter. It's so time. scary. And you're just yeah. yelling at your TV. Like, why are you even throwing anymore? Like you're getting your asses kicked. And yet here we are, you're going to get a hundred yards in the fourth quarter and you've been horrible the whole game. It's just rough. It's tough. It takes years off your life, guys. I'm telling you, it does. That's I mean, why Carter looks that, like us. Yeah, that's the reason why I'm wearing hats over here and I'm not, not <laughs> showing my lettuce or lack thereof. So <laughs> taking way too many years off my Just life. Shave it. I'll tell you, that's what I did, and <laughs> it was perfect. I, I felt great after that. You look great, buddy. I'm Thank not you. sure how many. I think actually, according to our four four contracts, like legally, we're not allowed to have three people who are bald with beards, uh, okay. including John Daigle and Paulson. Uh, I think there's a little some scruff. Guys. So. Uh, we we're not allowed to do that yet. So I have to wait until, you know, someone's contract's got to expire before I can shave my head. You know, a lot of balds over here. A lot yeah. of balds. <laughs> we were going to hire Derek Brown, but, uh, we couldn't hire Debro contractually because <laughs> of that. So, yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? You know, hands are tied. All right. Slop, uh, floor is yours for the third one. I will go. I think this is a Sunday night game. Uh, the Steelers Raiders. But uh, Jalen Warren's going to catch three balls. His number is two and a half over is uh, plus 105. I got it earlier for a little bit better. Uh, it was like plus 110, but I mean, like, plus 105 is fine. I would do that 100 out of 100 times. And uh, I don't know, if you watched last game, they want to throw the ball to him. Like that, that's, it's, that's a thing, you know, like he gets targeted a bunch. I think he got targeted like six times. I don't think game script's totally going to matter, but I think that the Raiders might – uh, play from in front of them or at least you know keep it going by scoring themselves so you're probably always going to be in you know your a, a pass mode you know you're not gonna see the Steelers sitting on the ball ever on this game I don't think so three catches that's not a lot I feel like that's probably one of the easier plays besides the Elijah Moore play it's probably one of the easier more easiest plays on the board right now yeah I like that we have maybe I don't want to say a changing of the guard but I think we did hear a little bit after the game them talking about uh that you know Jalen Warren is improving this maybe earns more looks and more work. Connor, any thoughts on uh, on Warren here and anything going on in that Pittsburgh backfield moving forward? Yeah, I think that's the move there from Slop. Um, I don't know how I want to play it. I think that probably makes the most sense, those receptions, receiving over, something like that. Because, I mean, it's just very clear. Najee Harris sucks. Um, the Steelers, I do think, want to probably get back to the ground game because uh, Kenny Pickett's just been a little bit careless at times with the ball. Uh, and I think that they probably want to rely on that a little bit more. So maybe a rushing receiving over for him too. But I think it's just a little changing in the guard here. Like Mike Tomlin's already walking it back. You already said this week, he's like, yeah, you know, he's looked good. He's earned more, probably earned more opportunities going forward, even though all off season, he was like, nope, Najee's our starter. Najee's the guy, blah, blah, blah. And it's just very clear that that shouldn't be the case. I think not having Johnson helps too, Deontay Johnson, just because you can kind of slide this guy in the field. Here and there. I mean, I'm not sure how much that played into it, but again, like he had targeted six times last. So you, it was so obvious that they, they, they like him. They want him with the ball. So, yeah, give me one more week and Najee running and Jalen catching. Just one more. That's all I'm asking for. I'm gonna stay in the same game. We're gonna do more same game parlay action here. Yeah, this is. We're not even planning this. This is. Uh, oh, this baby. Is not mentioned on the, sh- not on the show sheets. But this is a. Uh, a, a banger that we've done. This was almost like an automatic play for us, uh, four for four subs last year. Um, but we're going to stay in that same spot, the Steelers. We're going to grab Pat Fryermuth over three and a half receptions. This is plus 120 on Bet365, plus 118 on Rivers, uh, 115 on MGM, 110 on DK. We got a little squeaky wheel narrative here. Been a really bad start for Fryermuth, has not been heavily involved. Uh, the Raiders are a place that you can get right. And look, I mean, they played the 49ers and the Browns, probably two of the best defensive teams in the entire league. The underlying metrics here are really good for Frymouth. He's second among all tight ends in routes run. Um, he's not losing playing time, so there's no concerns there. 
he's been bad. But look, the Raiders have allowed, on average, eight catches and 56 yards per game to tight ends through the first two weeks. Now we have no Deion Johnson, uh, Deontay Johnson. So, like, again, I just think we're going to have him be a bigger piece of the puzzle. You get a lot of Pittsburgh beats talking about Friday has got to be involved. They're asking him questions about his involvement. Are you mad about it? We would routinely smash this at four and a half last year. So we get three and a half here and we get plus money. It's not like just barely plus money. It probably will be by the time you listen to this in the podcast, because I think we have some people firing already, but three and a half plus half, plus one twenty on bet three, six, five plus money across the board. Absolutely love Friar Muth in the spot. Um, just think he's going to be involved and the Raiders are a place to get well. So uh, Connor, any thoughts on our guy Muth? Yeah, this is the Muth bounce back spot too. If you look at his first two weeks, uh, I mean, they're both against like super tough tight end teams, like historically. So like Cleveland, I think is allowed like two or three catches only total to tight ends in the first two weeks. And so it's not really that surprising, I guess, in hindsight, like I think that we could be looking back here in a couple of weeks and be like, oh, wow, like that, you know, Firemuth seven for 80 game, you know, and a touchdown here shouldn't have been that surprising against his Raiders team. You know, especially without Deontay Johnson, like you mentioned, I don't think George Pickens is going to see the same target share that he always sees. Now, that being said, the, the matchup is still pretty good. So I was eyeing this. I was hoping maybe I was getting a little too greedy that we were going to get a two and a half. Maybe the reason he bought to be too at. Yeah. But I think a plus money three and a half might be the move here. Yeah. Any uh, thoughts on uh, on Friday Moose Slop? I mean, kind of laid out similar cases to. to... I, mean, I think Connor just said, what did you say? Seven for 80? Yeah, what do we got? Happened, uh, we could just go seventy-five plus receiving yards plus six fifty. You know Ooh. what I mean? Make turn into a party. But no, I, I I'm a big Pat Fryermuth guy, and you, as you know, I love the tight ends, love them. So I don't have one yet this week, and that might end up being my guy. He was my guy last year. He was my guy that uh, oh yeah, he's a stud. You know, he's a great receptions guy. I like him more for receptions than receiving yards. But um, but man. I kind of want to take the yards now that Connor just said that. Yeah. I like, I always like receptions. Yeah. I'm up with him. It's receptions. I think I, I just like, cause they do those weird, really close to line of scrimmage things with them. Like they, I mean, they want to get the hands or his, uh, the ball in his hands, like immediately, you know? So sometimes you get those and I always want to kick myself on the guy's five catches for 20 yards. And it's like, I knew that was going to happen, but I took over 35 yards or something like that. So I think you're right in the right spot. Three and a half. Like that's a, that's a gift number. At a great price. I'm always, I'd be concerned too, as I was looking at the box score. And there's, you're not going to find anything in the box score that's going to make you feel good about this play if you're just no. looking at 2023 20, box scores. But I was looking at just the routes run. I'm like, are you still in the field as much not, like as he was last year and as much as anyone at the position? So, like, it just is a matter of, of time, especially when you start to get asked all the time. It's happening every time you get to the locker after practice, they're coming over like, are you going to be more involved this week? I saw him, you know, I saw a little presser when I was digging into this a little bit and he, Kind of seemed annoyed, and I just feel like, all right, they're, they're going to get moves involved early. We feel good about this one by a half. Uh, we'll be looking at some alt overs by uh, the time halftime rolls around there. And it's a primetime game, so we like to have a you know, primetime win in the pocket uh, as we kind of you know, sweat the, the other late stuff we get there. So, yeah, going to be a good one. All right, uh, again, we're going to get to your questions. I'm going to give you some uh, thoughts on tackles. Slow release on tackles so far. We've only got a couple of games out. Only got two official tackle plays. Posted for subscribers. Can't share those with you because, first of all, you didn't subscribe necessarily. Uh, if you did, you already got it. Uh, also, the numbers are dead. So who cares? What do you want to know? Um, but a couple that haven't come out yet. We're going to do a little bit of tackle lessons in terms of uh, what we want to do. We have a couple safeties here this week. Um, we're going to talk about safeties who play in the box. Probably makes a lot of sense to you. Um, if you are up closer to the line of scrimmage pre-snap, down by where the linebackers are, it's an ideal setup. You're more likely to get closer to the ball. That's why linebackers typically average more tackles than anyone else. Some teams play almost exclusively too high. They keep both their safeties back. Um, some do single high safety, and that guy maybe plays way off the line of scrimmage. He's only getting stuff if things go really poorly. We want ideally bad team box safeties that are going to have you know maybe some negative game script against them. Uh, so best place to start is with the Arizona Cardinals. Kayvon Wallace, uh, first year in Arizona, came over from uh, Philly with Jonathan Gannon. He is uh, now playing every down with Buda Baker out with a hammy injury. Uh, he's playing a role that really didn't exist previously. Um, he is in this in the if we get like box rate for a safety at like 30, 35%, it's awesome. Last week, Wallace was in the box 65% of the snaps. Uh, seven tackles on limited work. 
in week one, eight last week, taking over a full-time job. He's probably going to be posted at like five and a half, maybe four and a half, to be honest. Um, and absolutely great spot. The Cowboys have been a great place to go against safeties as well. Last year, safeties against them averaged 15.3 tackles and assists per game. It's the highest rate in the league. Through two weeks, it's 18 and a half, which is four more than the league average. So Kayvon Wallace, Arizona Cardinals, probably four and a half or five and a half. We're going to take the over. I have him projected for 8.2. So if you have the ability to maybe ladder, um, bet 365, if you have prop builder or something like that, desperately need our friends at FanDuel to get in the mix on the tackle side, uh, but those are going to be available for you. Same lane, Julian Blackman for the Colts. Colts are, what, eight and a half point dogs on the road here in uh, in Baltimore. Same situation, new role for Blackman this year. 51.4% of his snaps in week one are in the box. 46 and change last week. High volume team, the Colts, even without Anthony Richardson last week, were playing with tempo. Blackman had six tackles in week one, 10 in week two. Great spot. Todd Munkin is kind of turning it up, and that's another spot. Like, look, where's Lamar play? He plays over the middle of the field. Slots, um, Andrews, you know, they'll run a bunch in this game. Absolutely love this spot for uh, Blackman. Um, again, I expect probably another five and a half. I have him uh, closer to seven. So really hoping that we get those numbers for those two guys. Box safeties. Again, you want to be in the Discord, uh, 444.com slash plans. Get that sub. Get these things out. Last week was uh, – we had a little bugaboo. Official plays were eight and three on the tackle side. Um, nine and three for me because, uh, you know, we got we got a cash. Uh, MGM cashed us out before we got a, a post-game correction. Um, so, <laughs> hey, money was in the account slot. We didn't count it as an official play, but the money spends the same. Eight and three for the official plays last week on the tackle side. So Fair is fair. Fair is fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, money's green. We also talked about that uh, Brian Young or Byron Young or whatever Byron Young. last week. Yeah. Just emptied the clip on him, and he ended up giving five tackles, but still, we needed under six and a half. I mean, you know, in tackle streets, it's not even close. Yeah. Nope. Didn't even, didn't even count. Yep. Yeah, right. We got there close. last week. Yeah. Uh, two and one on the ones on the show last week, too. So, our guy, <laughs> Alex. Alex just say, talk, talk about somebody just thank Connor for getting back to the unders. Oh, <laughs> Let's go. IG. My family right there. Unders gang, baby. Tough. Tough scene. Any other uh, – we got some time before we get to questions. Do you guys have anything else that you, uh, you have on the dock? Anything that you're, like, looking for based off of any news? And we've had some injury news. Like, looks like Justice Hill's out. Do we have any interest in maybe Gus Edwards, Connor, or anything like that in a positive game script? Are we going to get more, you know, Melvin Gordon than we want? Anything else maybe kind of on your radar that hasn't come out yet? Um, I have one, another one queued up for Monday that I don't want to release yet officially, but I think that, that yes, I'll sit on that one. But I think that like maybe some Sam Laporta stuff could be interesting. Um, Luke Musgrave unders are going to be a smash. Those are going to be like 30 receiving yards. Exactly what you guys don't like, but New Orleans is just sick against tight ends and Musgrave like really still isn't even that involved. Might get a little Aaron Jones back. Might get a little Christian Watson back. Probably not Christian Watson, but might get probably Aaron Jones. So, um, yeah, I don't know. There's a couple of things there. Nothing fun. Uh, I don't want to bore a slop with my unders. But, yeah, I got like six more, five, six more written down that I'm just waiting for some props. Yeah, slop would be like honestly disgusted if you saw my full card. I think oh. it's like I try and I try and make sure that I have like 70 to 80% unders each week. Yeah, I mean, think about like if you call me, hey, Slop, let's go watch the games. You're like we showed up and you know, we sit down at the bar. <laughs> like you got your sheet of what we got. I'd just be like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, really? You're going to do this? Like, we're just going to sit here and, like, all right. The psychopath. Yeah, it's wild. Man. I mean, it, it, I say this all the time in betting, though. Like, it, you find what, like, works for you, like, how your brain works and, like, how you break down these games and you just go with that. You know, like, whatever that is. Like, that's pretty much what you should do. And Connor enjoys other people not doing well. So that's fine. Yeah. And it's just because like, so Dan Rivera tracks all of our stuff and it's every year, like the first couple of years I'm seeing, I'm looking at it and it's oh, like God. unders 60%, 63% over. It's like 50%, like, oh, 52%. And I'm like, what, like, what am I doing? Like, you know, like, <laughs> why don't I just win money instead of losing money? Like, so then I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to bet, you know, you're right. It can be that simple. Then I'm just like, all right, I'm going to bet some more unders, you know? Yeah. That, that's all it is. It goes with like tracking your bets. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like that's definitely. like the first step, like the like to becoming an adult and like <laughs> embedding, you know what I mean? It's like you actually like kind of track and, and like pay attention to price. 
And like, yeah, like you start to notice like, man, I'm pretty good at this. And I really suck at that. So why would you do the thing you suck at? You know what I mean? Because like it, it is about money, but a lot of times it's about like when you're watching the game, like you kind of want to have fun. You want to enjoy yourself. Like, like I never enjoy myself when I'm watching it. And like you, your guys just getting throttled. You know what I mean? It's like, why did I bet this? So yeah, find out what you're good at and just do it. The key is to have a mix of alternate overs and then on a lot of unders. That's, that's where go. I like, I've settled in a nice little happy medium. Yeah. It's good. My first tackle play of the week was an under. I will not be watching that game because uh, it's a, it's a <laughs> linebacker under too. Yeah, it's, it's like tough, a, man. Yeah, it's not. Guy it's, makes a great play and you're like pissed at him. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, this sucks. Like, I don't want to do this, but. Oh, we got a lot really of questions, by the way. We got a lot of pretty good, pretty good questions this week. Yeah, we're going to get to them. Um, slop, anything else on your, slop anything on the radar for you that uh, hasn't come right. up? So I'm kind of like. I don't know if I'm interested. I might be interested. It's like uh, the Panthers receivers. Feels like a pretty pretty good spot to maybe grab like a cheap, I don't know, Adam Thielen, something. I don't even know, Mingo. Like I, I'll, I'm going to look into it. There, there, there has to be something there. Thielen is plus money for th- over three and a half receptions. Yeah, which it's is, like I, kind of interesting. I mean, got Red Rifle. And legally not able to pull the trigger on that, but I support you guys. I know I'm not. I'm not betting it necessarily. It, but I, yeah, it's scary. Not. You know what I mean? You're like, but at the same time, you're like, like, he's gonna have to throw to somebody. Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what I come up with. But and then also to uh, Minshew. But I think it's. I think it's raining in Baltimore. So that like ruins that. They're playing the Ravens, aren't they? That, that's what I have. I have on my list too. Like Zay overs, Andrews overs, also Nelson Aguilar overs instead of Rashad Bateman. Bateman was still a rotational player. Aguilar filled in once OBJ went out and would play like all the snaps. So if you get an Aguilar number in like the twenties, which is I think we'll probably get maybe low thirties, um, could hit some alts on him for sure because he's going to play more than Bateman probably. No, it's a great yeah. call. So yeah. I mean, you got that. Like, the only thing, what do you think about the rain? Does that does rain hurt your opinion of? I know Noonan doesn't care about rain. It's uh, we we had uh, Chris Allen who used to be like a you know serious weatherman was like running like in depth studies on like what actually matters and stuff. So I just hit him up and follow his advice. Basically, he said wind doesn't matter until like fifteen miles per hour. Even then, it doesn't even matter usually till twenty. So yeah, I'm not going to see that. Yeah, twenty miles per hour, and then rain doesn't matter unless it's like a torrential downpour. Generally, like maybe it affects some players more than others, but like really, it just generally doesn't matter. So I think that. It, Dog Ooh, but the dog agrees. The dog agrees. I, I love to see it. So Zay Flowers overs, Andrews overs. I haven't, I'm waiting a little bit just to make sure. I mean, a hurricane could be a big deal. Like that, that's why I'm like waiting a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, sure. If it was just regular rain on there, I'd be like, oh, whatever. But the forecast looks like nothing right now. Yeah, it looks like rain up and down the East Coast. But yeah, it's the we're gonna get those wind reports as they kind of get dialed in. Will be something same like Andrews four and a half receptions. It's like minus 105. Like, dude, that's just another bet that we would make continuously at five and a half like you know so that one's that one caught my interest too and thought maybe it'd be on slops radar because uh that's his thing the one for me is is uh jameer gibbs receiving i don't think with so i think we're waiting for david montgomery to officially be ruled out before they post any gibbs stuff that hadn't happened is he yeah i think he's out too hasn't practiced but it hasn't that's why he's not on the board anywhere um i talked about it a little bit on our uh wednesday show breaking down that game i, I wanted to <laughs> No, 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 I, can wait, I, can, I can sit on this. We can talk about it offline. I think I got it. I, I'm like I'm like a dog whisperer. I think I got this. It's so nice here today that like when I left the windows open, probably not the best idea now that I think about it. But it was a great idea a little while ago. That, that's a move the line first in, in five years, getting shushed on there. I absolutely love to see it. That's incredible. Yeah, I, was, I opened a different tab to look at my notes. Marley, I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Is he shushing me? I'm looking at my notes real quick. What just happened? Uh, so Gibbs, again, don't think he sees a massive like traditional workload with Montgomery out, but I think we see a continued uptick in terms of uh, his passing game work. And I talked about this on Wednesday. We've been targeting mobile quarterbacks against man defenses for years with success. And again, like just makes sense intuitively. Like when a defense is in zone, no one's taking their eyes off the quarterback. Uh, in man, it's quite different for the most part, right? Right, you see some guys will have to turn their back. They're chasing their guy around. Well, I wanted to dig in and see if the math actually lines up with that, and it does. I look back to last season and the first two weeks of this season, looking at running back receptions. Running backs against zone, again, over that sample size, averaged 7.08 yards per reception against zone. Same time frame, against man coverage, 
8.9 yards per reception. That is a massive, almost two yard spike in uh, per reception numbers for running backs. Ryan Nielsen, new defensive coordinator for the Falcons, comes over from uh, New Orleans. They play a ton of man. He has the Falcons playing at the fifth highest rate in the league. So we're just going to see a continued uptick. We saw like last week, he was up to like 57% uh, route participation after like 25 in week one. And it looks like even though we're going to have Amon Ra probably playing here, I just I don't think that they want to do a lot of like Craig Reynolds stuff here. So I think whether it's swing passes to Gibbs out, they put him in the slot a bunch last week. I just think he's heavily involved. Um, I don't know if that's going to be a yardage play, a longest reception, uh, receptions over. Like, I don't know what it is because we don't have numbers, but I'm going to want to try to get a piece of something Gibbs receiving related, I think. So that's a, that's the one I'm looking at still. Love it. I'm getting roasted right, in the Jim, chat right let's get now. Some questions. Uh, hurricane could be a big deal. Quote is the hardening advice I came here for, Connor. Yeah, you know, it's local weatherman here. Just, just try give me the hardening news. Now. Try arguing against that. Yeah, I mean, you're going to tell me a hurricane isn't a big deal, Ryan? I yeah. mean, you know, come on. <laughs> I can't believe we outsourced our weather stuff to Chris Allen when wow. really Connor used – Connor, no, no, a lot of people know this. Connor used to write, write a weather report on the site formerly known as rotoworld.com um, weekly. So Connor also, you know, pretty in the weeds in terms of uh, weather preparation. So like, don't sell guy. yourself short, buddy. I know, you know, not a lot of people were reading that back in the day five, six years ago, but, uh, I, you know, I used to read it, so – yeah, you know, just I would literally have a, a template for some of the games where nothing would matter because they had to include every game. So like 10 of the games each week are just like 70 and sunny. So I'm like literally copying and pasting like weather looks great. Player X should be great. And then just like insert the names. And um, then the other games that mattered, I could actually throw someone in there. But yeesh, that was uh, rough times grinding out the, the blurbs and uh, whatever uh, player weather news for Roto World. You know, yeah. rest in peace. Living the dream, Connor. <laughs> had to get here somehow uh, right all right 10 minutes left for your questions again if you're hanging out and you have some throw them in we'll try to get to them here we will start with um josh allen you guys got josh allen throwing uh one and a half passing touchdowns this week i don't think he throws one and a half slop it's hard to do yeah um, uh, what's the price it's a, like i'll it's, bet anything <laughs> like, for the right price you know what i mean but like if there's no price then i don't really know what to like i don't know like he might if you tell me that's plus 200, then yeah, I think he's doing it. You know what I mean? It's like that's even. Minus 200. No, he's not doing it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's. So we yeah. need price. Come on. Shalof. I, I don't think that's the real name. <laughs> she love K. She love she K. K. Uh, yeah, she I would guess. Uh, I think it's minus 120. I'm seeing on MGM DK. Minus right. 148 on the over on FanDuel. So I don't Ooh. know. Meh. Yeah. I bet the Bills team total over. I'm pro Bills in the spot, yep. so um, I can I can get there. Um, any points are good points. Many points are good points. Uh, Sam, what's up, Sam? Uh, Wagman in the house likes a Watson over 20 and a half completions. Uh, makes sense. Short to intermediate routes. We, you know, we kind of hung our hat on some pro Watson completions and stuff earlier, so uh, no uh, no issues with that. Brian wants to know about uh, Desmond Ritter. Over 13 rushing games. We got a price here. Minus 135 on DK. Shout out to Brian. Thank you for the price. 10 attempts last week. A lot of dropbacks. A lot of uh, plays there. Again, this is kind of fits the mode of uh, Detroit playing a decent amount of man. Uh, Connor, any thoughts on uh, Desmond Ritter over 13 rushing yards here? Yeah, I was looking into this. I kind of like it, actually. So he had like do a 10 rush attempts last week. I think a lot of it has to do with whether he's dropping back and passing a little bit more. And so in this game against Detroit, I think he probably will have to do that. Like, it'll, it should be should push them to at least throw a little bit. Like if Atlanta's just going to be able to sit back and run, I have no interest in backing it over on this. But um, I, I mean, I can get there. I think that's it's kind of interesting. Any, any thoughts from you on that? So the design run rate was 13% which is nice. Okay. 4% yeah. in week one, 13 design. He didn't scramble at all in week one, 13% scramble rate too last week. So that's why we saw the spike there. So yeah, I mean, if there's some actual design, like, you know, 4% design run rate on 22 drop, that means it's one um, in week <laughs> one. So like this, is, it sounds like there was some more design runs uh, on the 38 dropbacks last week. So yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. Even 13 yards, you could do that on one play. So, and again, this is the man theory too, which I think is important. To focus on so yeah i like it i lean over there um meg shout out meg uh hangs out with us typically on the stream we appreciate it he likes jordan addison over 22 and a half longest reception totally get it he's been doing that um you know just 
the mindset of, hey, look, he's not going to be seeing double coverage. A lot of attention played to Justin Jefferson, you know, in a game where we expect to be up-tempo, 53 and change or whatever is the total there, up in pace, a lot of plays, uh, long reception. I like that quite a bit. Slop, what do you think? Nobody has given up more receiving yards to receivers than the Chargers so far. I mean, it's only been two games, but, like, there's two teams that have played three games and still aren't what they've given up. So, yeah, like, that's – I was looking at that one – this morning, I was trying to think how I could get there with like making it a plus money move, but there's no such market. But uh, yeah, no, I, I like that one a lot. Uh, yes, we. Uh, I'm assuming it probably even even money is probably what we're at there too. It was like it, it was early. It was literally like minus one ten. It was a, it was a almost a coin flip bet. So yeah. Uh, Jim Bob, leaving the work to us on this one. Love for uh, Mostert rushing and receiving overs. We don't have the number or a price. Connor, any like just conceptual Mostert uh, thoughts while well, we can try to pull the number here? But, uh, you know, when a matchup against Denver, um, any thoughts here on Mostert? I got a uh, the unabated odd screen loaded. So I, I just found it. It's uh, 79 and a half minus 115. I don't know. I just, think i like tyreek or you know if you want to bet some other overs you don't like tyreek play some river craycraft there's some braxton barrios i mean i think it's worth noting damari mathis right now has allowed 15 of 17 receptions so far like 170 receiving yards just getting absolutely wrecked like literally one of the worst corners in the nfl right now according to pro football focus and what they've tracked him for and then one of the other corners too he's let up like 90 yards on like eight out of eight you know eight targets all eight of them have caught so like patrick sertan awesome but there's only so awesome you can be if you're one corner and like the rest of the field is basically open. Also, Justin Simmons, I think Brian brought this up in the chat too. Brought Justin Simmons doesn't look like he's going to play either. They're safety. So what's going to happen here? I mean, you have a red hot Dolphins team coming in against a beat up and not very good. It seems like Denver secondary at this point. Uh, so we'll see. Caden Stearns is their backup safety. He got hurt in week one. He's out for the season. So they are like, it's not even the backup coming in for Simmons if he's out. This is uh, a guy that was, you know, probably selling insurance a couple months ago uh, who was just getting called up and padded up. So uh, tough, tough scene in the back half for for Denver here if Simmons is officially ruled out, which um, I don't think we – Brian would know. Uh, he is plugged into our uh, our fantasy life uh, push notifications there. So, uh, David, talking about uh, Fields and Stroud overpassing last week, um, but play Niner stuff, no pretty touchdowns. I'm not sure if that's a question. Um, I'm not sure why we. <laughs> Connor, did you? Connor, did you pick this one? I must have accidentally hit it, but yeah, it's. Uh, I do. I did want to note that the Rams. Rams play one of the highest rates of uh, two eye shells. I noticed that in your sheet that you you uh, produced, and so I think they've been doing a good job of just keeping things in front of them, uh, which is worth noting. Way to save that, Connor. Good job. There you go. Uh, Watson over two twenty seven. Uh, did you play two twenty two, Connor? Is that what you played? Yeah, 222. I said play up to 230. I think that's about right. I mean, I was like 300, so neither the number won't matter, but you know, it's fine either way. See, number won't even matter here. Uh, let's see, cap wise, uh, thoughts on Matt Jones under uh, some alt totals on uh, over on Cook or Hall. Any thoughts on, uh, you know, kind of a, again, a gross game? We might have weather there, slop uh, on the East Coast. Again, like I think the total is 36, 37. I'm not expecting a lot there. What are your thoughts on uh, Mac or any of the Jets running backs? Well, it would depend on what the number is and the price. So that would be big. Also tell me it's an under, so I'm immediately out on that. But you could think of this as an over on how bad Mac Jones will be against the Jets defense. So there is that. I would much rather look into uh, Stevenson in the receiving game. I think there's something to be found there just because – I bet you they want to get him the ball, and they know that they're not going to be able to run the ball in the Jets. So they, they not you know as effectively as they want to. So if I'm looking at anything that game, it would be Stevenson. But Mac Jones under probably wouldn't be that bad. But again, I'd like to know the number and the price before. Yeah, we're looking at uh, two thirteen and a half uh, yeah, for I'm passing gonna, yards. That's what you wonder. Yeah, I, I think I was kind of hoping for some like two twenties there. I think it opened around there, uh, which I was just waiting for more outs to develop. Two thirteen. I think Mac actually had a pretty good game at one one of his games against the Jets last season. Um, I played this at a different angle. I played some Devontae Parker unders, draws the outside receiver, played just seven percent in the slot, uh, and you know, had like 19 total yards last season in two games against them. 
on the outside. So I thought that his unders were pretty interesting there. Also, uh, shout out Ben Carey and Capwise. Good dudes over there doing some good work. So I uh, appreciate you guys uh, tuning into the stream. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate that. Uh, Connor, did you say you could cover uh, Devontae Parker? I did last year on the show. I said I could cover Devontae Parker. You know what sucks <laughs> is like I think that – Corlin Sutton is like Devonte Parker West. Uh, like they, they both just stink. Uh, and so I almost went back and hit some more Corlin Sutton under, I played that a different way. Um, but yeah, I think Devonte Parker is like trash. I think he's like literally garbage against any good corner. <laughs> um, Brian is going to Jacksonville this weekend for the game. Uh, any bar suggestions? Uh, Slop, you're a, uh, Florida man, uh, originally, right? Do you have any, uh, I was, um, South Florida, then central Florida. Okay. And then that was also, I left in like 08. So yeah, it's been my, my bar <laughs> days in Jacksonville never really happened. That feels more like Georgia up there than Florida really. But um, I'll tell you this. I bet you there are some very good bars in Jacksonville to watch, uh, to, um, <laughs> to go to and watch games. So I think you're going to be fine no matter where you choose. Yeah. My Florida experience has mostly been, you know, Siesta Key, Sarasota-ish. Um, but uh, never into the Jacksonville area, though. Did you know a family have done the, like the drive down to Disney and did stop one time at a Popeyes right around the Florida Georgia line? And um, which I know is a band, I don't do country music, but um, it literally is a different language. Those yeah. people speak a I could not order through Popeyes at the drive through uh, because <laughs> I did spicy chicken sandwich and you're all set. Like, hey, can I can I get a, a, a six spicy tenders? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so the panhandle is pretty much like Alabama. You know what it, I mean? And then you get to the middle, and that's that's everywhere. Like it's yeah, just a, I loved Orlando. It's I, like, mean, no I, just, like, I mean no offense. I mean no offense. There, and then you go down south, and South Florida is just like I don't even know what that is it's like where's panama city beach i've been there before for spring that's break the <laughs> redneck <laughs> riviera i believe it's called uh that's alabama basically <laughs> that's very fun though like i've had fun in all those places. Not a blast. i'm not saying i'm not knocking anywhere i'm just saying it's just different wherever you go like, it's not like because like people think oh florida that's all beaches and whatever it's like yeah that not so much like <laughs> it's, it's 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 tough to explain yeah i mean this is a true story i didn't going inside I still couldn't get it done. The guy, the cashier was talking to these dudes in the corner right through. I had no idea what they were talking about. They're laughing. I thought they were laughing at me. They definitely were not. It turns out, but like it, it just, again, they like it been. was, it might've been. They uh, been. So yeah. what did you end up eating? I did end up eating. I pointed okay. to the sign. Um, that helped a ton. <laughs> well, you're in a different country. Experience. You're like, I, I want totally that. Different. Yeah. I mean, like, again, no offense. If that's, you're from that, you know, neck of the woods it just was a very wild experience you know um, i mean i'm not a east coast elitist you know i i grew up in the you know boston area i'm here in chicago now just you know we have our accents but it's a little it's definitely i think you can understand it it was very hard to parse through the conversations that were going on in uh in the popeyes there at the uh florida and uh in georgia border there. always so, a lot of fun at the popeyes down there i'll tell you that waffle yeah. house too that's living you know you hit both those in the same day yeah that's a great day Slob Justin wants to know about Robert Woods over three and a half receptions. I get um, scared. Yeah, of Robert Bobby. Woods. Yeah, I, I I do like him, like Holy as a man. Shit. But I, what's the price too? Again, like I, even I think or whatever fifteen minus one fifteen. Probably not. I'd go fire moved over him in my uh, you know what I mean, like my bet slip. Yeah. Brian wants to know about the Saints backfield. I would love to get some Kendry Miller stuff. Ooh, me too. That was uh, one you asked me earlier. That that guy, that the that injury situation. I kind of want to know about that one. So yes, yeah, good call, Brian. Yeah, Tony Jones is not the guy. Uh this is a nice little setup for Kendry if he can get uh you know a little bit of runway. We could see some some splash plays. And because we really haven't seen him, I think you probably get a pretty low number in terms of uh what's coming out here. Uh last is from uh Sick keys. I mean, yeah. Doing your first prize picks. Do I go big? I mean, absolutely. Yep. You go big on prize picks. You Let's cannot tiptoe into that. Let's see what there's, there's no reason to scale back just because you're doing no. five legs, six legs. No, yeah. six legs. Yeah. You do not tiptoe into prize picks. First of all, you're on prize picks. Yeah, you dive right in. Uh, I, I would recommend, to be honest with you, like if we want to get serious real quick, is you definitely want to do five and six pick flexes. 
but you also yeah. want to scale back your units. Like if you're betting a hundred bucks a game or per unit, you, you might want to go like 1%. Or, I mean, if you, I don't think you can even do dollar ones on price picks or whatever the lowest one is, you would do that. But uh, over time, five and six pick flexes are, that's pretty much where it's at. Just get used to losing because you're going to lose a lot of those before you win. Yeah. But over time, again, it's about ROI. And that's how those sites get you. Yeah, the important thing to note is that basically no one wins on prize picks. So you need to make sure that you're being smart, make sure that you have enough money to sustain like 10 to 15 plays before you might even win one on five legs. Like to be honest, like it just happens. Even if you're winning 80% like at the time, like, you know, that doesn't, 80% doesn't get you there to a full slip. Like you're just not barely making your money back. So you got to run hot. Personally, I think the best way I use these all the time is that you basically take advantage of their stale lines uh, and like off market yeah. things, things that they offer Friday that no one else has. Them. Yeah, that's just it's the way. The, Friday nights tonight to get, rich. To get them. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, dead serious. I'm dead serious when I say that. Friday nights tonight to get them. All the injury news is out. People are reacting to it, and they just sit there. Right, like I bet you Tyreek's receptions are still going to be at six and a half. If Waddle gets announced out, it'll be like seven and a half at every sports book by the time it closes, and still be six and a half on Prize Picks for another like hour. So those are, that, in my mind, is the best way to actually make money in those. And then they'll move it slowly. They'll move to seven before they jump up to seven and a half. So like right. you know, again, those aren't fun. I, I typically want to get the half because I want to win it. I hate the pushes, but um, hey, if you can push a leg and your sixer becomes a five because you pushed. That helps you too. So yeah, those are those sites are tricky. The math does tell you, believe it or not, to to kind of go big in terms of the number of likes. I thought Connor was coming in here slop with a two leg under uh, plus EV oh, play. Dude, I was just gonna do right? I mean, one. Don't say two legs. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, no. Leg, no. It's like that's the that's the biggest trick there is. And everyone's like, oh, you win more, but yeah, you win more times, but you win less money over. And it's like you're just falling right into the trap. It's plus two hundred. It's like not even good odds. You know. Like, nope. Nope. It's really exactly. well, I mean, and they'll pay you three times. It's like, no, they don't. Like, you're they include your stake in the pay, so you are it's plus 200. Yeah, all right, so that's good stuff. Uh, appreciate everyone hanging out with us. We have uh, you know, we've turned in you can be a uh, you know, join here. You can go to youtube.com for four bets and join and get badges. There's different things you can do, you can get exclusive stuff by hanging out with us. I don't know enough about it, but uh, producer Sal tells us you can get loyalty badges. There are custom emojis, uh, priority replies and videos and comments and stuff like that. So uh, channel membership features for the betting channel, 444.com. Um, here you go, right here on the, on the screen, uh, 444 bets slash membership. Find out more information there. Uh, come hang out with us again, supporting the, supporting the free content. We really appreciate that. So uh, shout out to producer Sal for hanging that out for us and uh, getting that all set up. So good stuff as always. Betting sub. Promo code week two gets you 25% off. Don't forget to go over to Odds Jam and at Slop Rules on Twitter. What else am I forgetting, Slop? Uh, DGF Fantasy. I've been using their optimizer quite a bit lately, and it's awesome. So if you go over there, check it out. They have a correlation tool that I really like. I think you guys would like it too because they're they're including punters in these tickets, which is very fun. Uh, it's, uh, just a unique way of – Kind of I looking like at correlation, but they do correlate into these slips and these sites are letting us correlate. So why not? Right. Yep. Love it. And again, don't forget to check out odds jam. Lots of great content and stuff going on for uh slop over there as well. And uh, yeah, this, we appreciate it. Again, we'll come back, subscribe, rate review, no matter where you are. We'll be back on Wednesday for week five's game previews, but I uh, hope to see a lot of you in the discord be uh, grinding and sweating out those uh, winners this weekend. So for Connor and slop, I'm Ryan. We'll see y'all next time. Thanks everybody.